beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Hello, and you are listening to Of Mice in Main Street Men. I am Tristan. And I'm Sean. Hey, how are you? I'm miserable. You're miserable. I'm sad. I'm very sad. I know. I know. I know you. I know oh, you man. What a bummer. So those of you that don't know kind of the backstory of what happened. So a number of weeks ago, Sean was supposed to take a trip. And then this lovely hurricane but I, hit. That I had been talking about for weeks on our podcast. Yeah. Actually, I think the beginning of the year we had had yes. this plan. Because with with Disney, well, I guess no. I guess it was more like the summer. But but yes, we were greatly looking forward to our upcoming trip to Disney World with friends we had not been and since since December of 19 before the pandemic. And of course, we were to fly into Orlando on September 28th, the day that Ian hit the Florida coast. So so we're going to devote this episode to talking about disastrous Disney vacation type things and and how to how you how you pull yourself back up by the bootstraps and and become a little orphan Annie and sing the sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> so right? so you were supposed to fly out because I was kind of texting you in real time about all of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we were kind of, you know, I was kind of monitoring that that situation for a while, being like, oh, my gosh, it's just so close. Well, and, you know, it was like the week before you're seeing this tropical storm and they're going, this could this could be the one that goes up and hits Florida. And you're thinking, well, this is the weather. They don't know. They don't know for sure. You know, so we're we're going to hang in there and, and keep the faith and and just go, well, it's a hurricane. You don't know where it's going and you don't know how fast it's going there. And so, uh, you know, we so we were to fly out on Wednesday and even on Monday, it was like, well, what what is going on exactly? Because it could hit it could hit Orlando, but it still could veer wide. And we even got to Tuesday morning uh, and none of us wanted to pull the plug on the vacation. We were all looking forward to it, as everyone does with their Disney vacation. We were like, if we can just get into Disney, if we can just land in Orlando, it's like we'll ride out the storm, you know, and, and you know, then we'll have the rest of our vacation. Maybe we'll lose a day or two. But if we can just get there. Um, right. And I was supposed to, on Tuesday, drive to Denver because my flight left from Denver because of me going to work in New Mexico right after I needed to fly back to Denver and straight to New Mexico um, because of my rehearsal schedule. So it was Tuesday morning and we were all looking at stuff going, I don't know, but I was like, if I don't drive to Denver now, I'll, I won't be able to get there in time for my flight. So I left for, I left for Denver around 11 o'clock. I guess in the morning and I was about an hour away when our first friend went, my flight's canceled, but they're rebooking. Yeah. And then another friend was like, my flight from St. Louis just got canceled. Although it was her friends that got an alert and, 
and uh, this other friend never got an alert, but like went into the account. And, and then finally, Jackie called and said, yeah, our flight's been canceled or her flight was canceled. Um, and I got notification of mine. So clearly by, by about noon on Tuesday, it's like, well, we can't get there. We just mm-hmm. can't go because there's no, and all of our all of our parents and relatives were very relieved because everybody was texting going, you can't fly into a hurricane. You're crazy. You know, this is just a vacation. You know, your lives are at stake. I'm like, yeah, it's a Disney resort. They'll keep us safe, which is part of what we'll talk about later. But, you know, it was just very hard. And, and again, if the airlines hadn't been the ones that went, you're not going, I think we still would have tried to, because our friends kept trying to rebook around it. And it's like, no, they're shutting the airport down on Wednesday. So forget. I have to tell you that I was not one of the friends that was worried about you, your safety. I was worried about you not going. I know, (laughs) because that's the friends that you are, Tristan. Uh, um, Oh, man. Yeah. But did you know, I, you know, on the topic of uh, you, you mentioned you just wanted to get to the resort. Apparently those resorts are designed to withstand a cat five hurricane. So it's oh, actually absolutely. like one of the safest places to be. Well, and I, cause as I've said before, I think my, my favorite restaurant on the planet is, uh, is the California grill on top of the contemporary. And the last time after we ate there with my mom for the last time in 2012, or I guess early 2013, uh, it was going down for a long refurbishment. And part of that was to replace the original glass up there with new and improved glass that would withstand a cat five. That's crazy. Um, uh, wow. you know, and, well, and we can talk about this too, but people have some of the weirdest misconceptions about Disney property and, and it's, it's preparedness for things like a hurricane. I, I will. So you and I didn't necessarily talk about this beforehand. Do you know how many times Disney has officially closed? It's only been a handful of times. And I was down there for one of them, but I don't think it's been many, right? That is correct. You could count them on two hands. It's actually, I looked, I looked this up nine times. How many of those were hurricanes? And how many of those were hurricanes? That I don't know. Seven, seven of the nine, including Ian, were hurricanes. Wow. What were the other, what were the other two? I'm going to guess 9-11. Yep. And, and um, the real big recently. Oh, well, yeah, obviously COVID. Yeah. But COVID. Yeah. So only nine times, and I managed to hit one dead on the head. So, um, but it was interesting because, I, and, and part of what, what we're talking about on this is how do you, how do you cope? with that and of course there's a there's sort of this immediate sense of loss jackie was like i well because she actually like tried to listen to a podcast episode like that day that our flights got canceled but i was talking about the trip and how excited we were and she's like i just i couldn't um but we talked to our friend in st louis and she was like i've taken the time off of work i'm at least going to come to iowa and visit you guys so that we could spend this time that we would have been in Florida together. And uh, we were like, yay, that's awesome. She came up, all of our friends got together that night and sort of had, you know, kind of a, a fun get together, which granted was not in the eye of a storm. And that was nice. Um, three of the pe- people in our party 
just kept, they had more flexibility on the end of the vacation. And so they actually found flights that would get them in on Friday when the airport reopened. And then they stayed like till the next Tuesday, next Wednesday, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. So so they went ahead and went and had vacation and we were sort of sad that we weren't all together, but we were happy for them that they could make it work. And so, but you know, that weekend we, Jackie made her famous home version of Dole Whips with, with dark rum and coconut rum. And we watched the premiere weekend uh, of Hocus Pocus 2. Actually, we watched Hocus Pocus and then we watched Hocus Pocus 2. So, you know, we sort of had our own little mini Disney experience that was a little bittersweet. But, uh, but you know, it's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, and apparently, because I did know some people that were down there at the time, and I, you know, we see things coming out of there. It's like Disney is prepared for hurricanes. There's, I mean, as we as we discussed, the buildings are built to withstand hurricanes because Disney's not stupid. When they built stuff, they knew that categories occasionally come through Central Florida, um, and so you know, uh, the resorts, yes, there was a little bit of flooding, it sounds like, in places, and people had to hunker down, but it doesn't sound like Disney ever really lost power. No, they had their own power grid, man, and their own water supply, and so... Right, and so, and Disney, throughout, I I know, at least, like, through 9-11, because my mom was working for the company in the catalog, and had guests that were there, who said, you know, we were at the airport and they announced that the buses were coming to take us back to the hotels at Disney because they couldn't leave because there was no air, there was no air airplane in the air in America for what, three or four days. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the country bears, I guess, went and played bingo in, in one of the resorts and, you know, Disney Disney brings the characters into the resorts. They bring in extra food opportunities. Um, you know, they really try to help guests make the most of the of a bad situation. And you know, parks were closed two days, Wednesday and Thursday, and then reopened on Friday. So, well, you know, I've been down there during a couple of hurricanes as well, and I'll tell you, Disney acts fast when. The weather's coming and they really do batten down the hatches. I mean, you, you see them working quickly and chaining things down and moving. I mean, there's, oh, right. you know, they have a plan of action, you know, nothing really going to happen. Well, and, and I, I have a friend who I'm working with now who worked for Disney several years ago, but said, you know, when, when a hurricane is coming, they sort of have their own crews down in the utilidors during the hurricane yeah. And then as soon as it clears, those crews are out, you know, getting rid of down limbs and cleaning up the park so that they can reopen again as soon as possible. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're on top of it. And, you know, yeah, I've made two different gambles with the hurricanes. But so what did Disney do for you all in regards to, you know, cancellations, refunds, rebooking, sure. et cetera? Sure. Um, well, first of all, they actually do have a hurricane policy. So, you know, they it's all it all hinges on if a state of emergency is called for if, if a category or if a hurricane warning is issued for the Disney World area, 
it kicks in their hurricane policy, which basically says anything seven days and any reservation seven day prior or seven days after that hurricane warning it falls under the policy, which means that that cancellation and redis, you know, or rescheduling, you know, all of those policies get much more fluid than they sure. would be under normal circumstances. Now, for us, we were staying with DVC points. And I called, I actually called them on Tuesday to go, what do we do? We can't, we can't get in. And uh, they said, because normally, you know, normally asking for your points back for a reservation would be next to impossible. But in this instance, they, uh, they said, look, we will put the points back in your account. And then we had a reservation already in January. So they had to, they, they, they actually gave us the most optimal scenario for putting the points back. In other words, points that we had been using in September that we now weren't using that could be applied to the January reservation got moved to the January reservation. So the only thing that we ended up having happen uh, with DVC is we had booked or we had banked 60 points from the previous use year into our current use year. And use years vary for everybody. Ours is December 1 to November 30, um, which meant, unfortunately, that because they'd already been banked, they couldn't be moved again into next uh, year. And they said, look, you've got 60 points that now have to be used by November 30th. And so for briefly, that briefly, there was a point where we were like, well, could we get down there in November and go for a few days or whatever? But honestly, the availability of any place to stay in DVC land was almost non-existent. I mean, there yeah. really weren't rooms that we could reserve. Now, the other, the option, which we also had gone with, with during the pandemic, uh, is that they can switch them to their partner vacation uh the their partner timeshare which mm -hmm. recently changed it just changed this year it was rci and now it's interval international but they can move those points over to them where they remain valid for the next two years so we now have 60 points that we can use with them uh over the next two years and and find something that works there which honestly oh. We're going, Jackie and I are going to Las Vegas in December for her birthday because we had those points from the pandemic that we moved over to RCI because we weren't going to be able to use them at Disney. And we're finally using those for a free place to stay in Vegas. So, because oh, they expired well, the end of this year. So, you know, Disney really does try to find a way to do that. Now, interestingly enough, because a couple of the people that I was traveling with, one of them just, Oh, we had we had park tickets and we had tickets to uh, Mickey's Not So Scary for that Friday night. Uh, and when I called, I said, so what happens to the tickets? And for me, they said, you know, well, you can leave them in there and the value will still remain. And I said, even if the party happens and they said, yes, as long as you don't use them to go into the party you've bought them and they will remain there to be used with that ticket value. Now, 
they didn't, it, this was the day before the hurricane. So I didn't get the whole policy and I haven't called to follow it up completely. I think that's maybe for a year and they'll like switch them to it. Like if we were going to go to the not so scary next year, which ironically, I think we are. We've just now oh, made our reservation for September of 23 and there better not be a hurricane. Um, <laughs> but, but one of our other people that was traveling with us, she just wanted a refund. And I was like, well, Disney's pretty lenient. And because this was an act of God and, you know, and you weren't able, you had to cancel your trip. I'm sure that I'm sure if you call and, you know, explain, they'll give you a refund. Well, I guess, I guess the pandemic has taken a toll on the mouse in such a way that they were like, no, we can't give you a refund, but you know, that the, the amount that you paid for those tickets will still be valid sitting there and you can apply that to a future ticket or we can switch your days or whatever. It's like, but you can't have your cash back. Sure. You will just have these Disney tickets for future use. So that's sort of where it stands. And that surprised me just a little but I go, well, times is hard, I guess. And they go, well, you were going to come once. You'll find a time to come again. So, well, so and we've, we've had that happen, too, with tickets for Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, a couple years ago, we, you know, like I, I've been through two, two hurricanes down there now in the fall. And yeah. one of them was like that. They basically rolled it into a credit for a park ticket. And you had kind of an undefined amount of time to use that um but which was nice i think that was one of the options was you know you could use it as another party ticket or they would give you like a one day one park ticket for that price yeah so yeah a number of years ago we all went down we we used to go every october and one in 2016 um, most of the family flew out on a Saturday. I flew out on a Sunday night after a show and had to fly back by Wednesday morning before a matinee. And the hurricane was, it, it was coming in, but we knew it wasn't going to come early that week. So I was okay to get my flight down there and I was okay to get back. Well, the weather turned for the worst while we were there, which was great because it kind of cleared the park out. And then right. Disney was batting down the hatches. They were doing all of these things. They were shutting down resorts. And then I had to fly out Wednesday morning. I got the last flight out of the airport before it shut down Wednesday morning to get back in time for the Wednesday matinee at one o'clock. Um, wow. But it kept getting pushed back and kept getting pushed back. But the rest of the family stayed down there and they had tickets for Mickey's Not So Scary and a few other things. And then the park shut down for two days that, that year. And what they all ended up doing was getting park passes. Basically, you could use them whenever you wanted. They just weren't refunding anything. Right. And so I guess that's their policy for hurricanes. It's like, we will will honor this amount that you have spent with us. We're not going to give it back. And that's in the next year when we were down there in 2017, the weather had gotten bad and they canceled just Mickey's Not So Scary one night. And so they ended up giving that as an additional park ticket. And then we rolled it into just one more day because it was equal for it. So once <clears throat> the park was not closed for like a full day, it was like a night and a morning and then everything right. was back up operational. Well, and honestly, I will do you one better than that because our trip to our trip in 2019, the very first night we arrived, we had tickets to Mickey's not so scary and it was rainy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, this kind of sucks, but it's rainy. 
Um, I guess they canceled the fireworks and the parade. I don't remember, but I was actually stunned as we were walking out of the gate. They gave us the voucher that was good for to come back to another party or to convert oh, wow. to a Monday ticket. So literally because the weather was so crappy and I guess because they had to cancel enough events that night, we still got to be in the park for those five hours and do some stuff. Yeah. But, but it was as if we hadn't had to buy that ticket. They gave oh, us interesting. So, so that was, <clears throat> went well done, Disney. That's cool. That's really great, though. And um, actually, my ex-wife is going down there with um, her husband and their kids. And she's using one of the vouchers, from what I understand, from the last oh, time that something like that yeah. happened. And that's been years ago. But, you know, Disney does take care of you. And, you know, that's that's one thing you have to you have to kind of hand it to them in situations like that. They, they make sure the magic stays. Well, sometimes, sometimes you have to be patient because I think I've related this D23 story where, you know, a bunch of people were really upset. At a, at a, it was a pretty epic fail on Disney's part. And people were just storming out and, and literally screaming curse words and whatever. But I'm like, I'm hanging here. Because I know Disney will make this right. It may just take a little time, but I need to be here so they know I'm one of the people they need to compensate. And right. they did. They compensated us nicely. But the people that had given up and walked away and were shouting obscenities, they didn't get compensated because they weren't standing there to get the information that they needed. And it just proves to maybe be a little patient and be a decent human being because nine times out of 10, Disney will fix what's messed up. Yeah, right. Um, I, oh, one, one other note I had here was, you know, how what a shout out the cast members get in, in those situations because, oh, you know, yeah. a lot of time I think they're, they're at the resorts, they're away from their families who are in Central Florida dealing with a hurricane. But, you know, they're trying to make somebody's vacation that's just gotten ruined a little better. And once again, it goes back to the cast members who really make the magic happen for people on vacation. And that's, that's the Disney difference, man. You know, that, that is something that persists. And well, you, um, said you, you said you had a couple instances. I mean, have we sort of covered your, your. Yeah. Instance? Kind of more, more or less, but yeah, it's, it's, it's always been interesting when, you know, cause we've, you know, it's October is a tough month to go and, you know, we've kind of cut it close a few times and never had to fully cancel a trip. But I mean, you know, the family ended up, you know, having to just kind of forfeit two park days for a second and then, you know, right. re you know, recoil. Um, one of the times they did, I, they were staying in <sighs> Art of Animation, I think is where they were staying that time. And then um, Jessica's sister had a condo. So because of like over like everything, like, you know, the, there were people coming in and people leaving, but there was just like a miscommunication of things. So they ended up having to stay in the condo and got a credit on something else later. Oh. But for the most part, you know, Disney did take care of everybody. And the great thing, I mean, if there's any positive to be in at Disney during hurricane season, when, some, when a storm's coming in is the park is pretty empty because right. people are kind of afraid of things. But if you're a right. diehard like me, you're going to take advantage of that. And then do a Ford Park challenge because you're going to be able to hit all four parks with all the epic rides in one day because the dead. parks are dead. 
Yeah. Yes. Well, and our, our silver lining is we had reserved so late that the only thing we could reserve was Saratoga Springs, which I'm not a huge Saratoga Springs fan just because it's so far removed from everything except sure. Disney Springs. And so next September, our reservation is for our home resort, which is the Beach Club, which is just perfect for Epcot food and wine and, and the Skyliner and all. So, so there's a little silver lining. I will say, cause we've had a couple instances of vacations where somebody gets sick on vacation because uh-huh. Disney's magical, but they can't keep you well. It's, sure. I mean, that's, that's life. And so, and that's always tough when somebody in your party is not feeling well. I mean, especially if you're there with a kid that's not feeling well oh, and somebody yeah. needs to stay with that that kid while everybody else goes off. I mean, it's it's such a tricky it's such a tricky line to, you know, not not make everybody sit in the room because you're at Disney and people want to go experience stuff, but the person that feels bad still feels just crappier that they're missing out on the fun, but um you know, you've just got to find the silver lining. And, 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 and I will, the last, the last trauma I think to address, which is nothing compared to a hurricane, but it's like, it's just that feeling when you've really, really waited to experience something and you get there and that something is not available. Um, as I guess my big one recently was we were all excited about going to Disneyland Paris a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And one of, of course, high on my list is Phantom Manor because sure. it's so different and so cool. And I realized like, you know, a few weeks before at least so I could prepare myself, but it's like it was closed for refurbishment and had uh-huh. been for a while. And I was like, I'm going all the way to France and I'm missing this thing that I really want to see. But you just in those circumstances have to remember there's plenty of other Disney magic to be had. You can most, you can almost always bet that you'll have a chance to go back and do it again someday. So just don't let it ruin the now and, and, you know, make lemon, make lemonade out of the lemons that you get and, and find the magic and, and move on. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it, it helps too that you have that other trip planned in January and, you it had something to look forward to. It and... would have been far more devastating losing September without knowing already that we had reservations in January. So that's that's something DVC. And now, now the idea that we already have, we've got our nine-person room reserved for the for the same people uh, next September, and people are already getting excited about you know the fact that we'll be in a closer resort, and you know so. So life goes on. It does. It does. It doesn't. Um, but yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. Cause I, you know, I was thinking about you guys a lot during that time and um, yeah, what a bummer and what a bummer for people of, you know, central Florida and especially, you know, the Fort Myers beach area, just, man, I know a lot of people down there and I know, they, I know they really, really hit it. Right. So. It's, it's like people there on vacation, you know, Yes, you've you've worked really hard and you've planned and you've put a lot of money into it. And that's great that Disney can reopen on Friday. But, you know, you look at you look at Fort Myers Beach and and some of those places and you just go, their lives are changed forever. And so you got to send, you know, you got to send them 
all the goodwill and and all the donations that you can to to see that life gets back on track for them. Yeah. Just crazy. Crazy stuff, man. Well, well hope our sir, next episode if, is a little more cheery. Yeah. So if uh, somebody would like to plan a trip that hopefully does not get wiped out by a hurricane, how would they do that? Well, and if you and if you don't want to sit on fo- on the phone with guest relations trying to hash it all out, you sure do want a travel agent on your side. So um, they can talk to me, Sean at Briar and Maine. Uh, you can email me, Sean at Briar and Maine, spelled out A and D dot uh, com. Uh, you can check out my web page, which has a work with me button. That's uh, Briar and Maine Travel Boutique slash Sean. Um, you know, message me, email me. I would love to help you schedule a trip that hopefully does not include a hurricane. <laughs> well, and, and what if they're looking? And what if they're looking for entertainment in the Quad Cities? Well, you could find me in a number of places, but my my wife and I run a small little theater called the Mockingbird on Main in downtown Davenport. We specialize in uh, cultivating new works for local playwrights. We do some other things as well. Um, last year, we brought in a Disney speaker, which was really cool. It um, was super cool. I went. I loved it. It was so informative and, and just amazing. Yeah, he was he was so great. Peter Whitehead from the, the Walt Disney Home. Um, hometown museum but um yeah you can look us up on you know the social medias just by looking up uh the mockingbird on maine you can also catch me on stage at circuit 21 on occasion you can also catch me uh locally here on television if you happen to be in the quad cities pop on cbs at noon or fox at 7 30 a.m and you can see me at on a, a local lifestyle talk show also i think it's on the cw but it's like at 1 30 in the morning or something like that so if you find yourself in the quad cities and want some local lifestyle talk show vibes i'm your guy so uh you know podcast you television stage i do it all so. you're a Kristen of all trades you know, somebody called me the Ryan Seacrest of the Quad Cities the other day, and I thought <laughs> nothing has been more accurate except for I do not have his money, but I do have his amount of chops. So, um, but yeah, man, and this is just, you know, one of the fun things I get to do with you every now and then is talk Disney, and I love that, and uh, I'm just thrilled people are listening. That's really exciting, and, um, and you know, and I, thanks for sharing your kind of your travel woes with us because well, I not you know all, not all Disney vacations go the way you hope they go, but you just you have to remember that there's still magic in the world and you'll find it even if you're sad at at the at the moment. So yeah. So well sir, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Likewise, and, uh, my friend. Yeah. And uh, thank you all for listening and we will see you real, real soon. soon.